Let's take a breath. Okay. Because <laughs> that Holy. was a lie. Holy tech Batman. Man. Okay. I need to fix my microphone. I'm verklempt. I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. Oh, you're... <laughs> How's my hair? How's oh your my hair? God, I don't even know. I think I've dusted <laughs> it from trying to... Go well, behind the couch. Right. I was crawling under the couch <laughs> on my hands and knees. My ass did not fit. Excuse me. Can we get a tech guy? Like, can we, is that our first hire? Can we have a tech guy? I need a tech guy. That would really work for yeah. me. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, hi. Hi. How are you? I, I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, last time uh, that we were here on the little blue couch, we got really, um, held up on a question we from did. our 3,000 questions about me. It was, who do you trust most mm-hmm. in your life? Who's that that one person? And trust immediately made my brain like I was bouncing. Out the gate, I mean, and we both said it, it's our husband. Sure. All day. They know everything. But man, it made the, the wheels in my head turn. Trust brings me to friendships and relationships and family and all of the nuanced relationships that come with that because friendships end and and new ones begin. New ones begin and yeah. you know I think one of us said it last week if if you're burned who you meet after the burning do they get the full you? Right. Ever? Uh, I don't know. So I kind of want to explore that a little bit. I do too. Yeah. It it invokes a lot of feelings. So uh-huh. I say we talk about it. All right. Well, let's talk about it. On the Little Blue Couch. I don't want to keep on second guessing, because guessing is useless. Keep on second guessing, because guessing is useless. Right. Friendships. Friendships. Man. And we talked on this a little bit on episode one about how hard it is to make friends in your 30s. But I actually want to go back when we're teenagers and those friendships that we had back then. Do you think that you gave those friendships your all? Well, I was such a different person. Totally. When I was a teenager. Um, But even as an adolescent, I mean, I was learning who I was and yeah. growing and I, I made bad choices. Oh my gosh. As the people a, that I, some friendships that I made served me no purpose. None. I learned a lot. Mm, yeah. Um, I learned a lot about myself. I yeah. learned, I made mistakes. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Did I? Man. Yeah. Those friendships, couple of them that I'm still friends with today. Are you? Um, like actually are, keep up with, I know what's going on in their life. I do. I do. Okay. Um, but they're long distance friendships. Mm. And I think that's a whole nother side of being adult friends. Yes. yes. You still love them. You still support them. But there is that distance where I'm not seeing you all the time mm-hmm. and I'm not with you um, and hanging out with you as much as I would like to be. Yeah. You know? And I think... There's an aspect to that that is healthy for a friendship. Yeah, I do agree with that. You know? I don't think every friendship is supposed to be your everyday communication friendship. Yeah. I do think that there are pockets that people sort of fit for you and what you need out of them. And that is where like, I keep going back being 12, 13, 14, and who 
I was friendships or who I was friends with then. I I don't know that I was necessarily appreciating what I had in the moment, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I did have someone that I would put all my trust into. But what is trust at 13? Right, at that What age. are you really holding on to for me it's i'm not um, expressing my you know who my crush is right i'm you not know my favorite song and my favorite color <laughs> yeah i'm not expressing my like trauma with you you know you're not opening up to that kind of level at that age i think you think you are right i think i think in the moment i i think that i'm giving i'm giving them everything oh my god i love this boy or I hate this girl (laughs) or you know you think you're just so I don't know I can't explain grown yeah Yeah. or you think this friendship is just everything and then each little phase of your life past that you kind of start to realize man I don't know I don't know that anyone prior to my husband and I would even argue to say the last like five-ish years of my adulthood do I feel like I actually have friendships where like even with you and me we talk about we open up about Mm -hmm. the trauma Mm -hmm. we open up about family stuff that it gets deep it gets really deep and I don't know that I could tell you my friendships in my 20s were in teens were that deep no almost a little superficial those friendships because you know like you said we're not sharing all those big deep Mm -mm. things in my 20s I was partying and yeah, it was, it was who, it was, <laughs> where it, are we think, going? Think about the phases. What are you it was wearing? like, who, who had a car, <laughs> you know, in high school, it's who has a car, who, you know, is, is who goes to the parties with you or mm-hmm. who, um, are, sometimes it's just, who are you in class with? Who do you see right. the most? I mean, that becomes your best friend. I played sports. Who's on your team? Your mm-hmm. teammates become your best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lucky enough to have a few friendships that have transcended all phases, Um, and that's really special and that's really cool. But that question about the trust, it's like, I would argue my husband and my little pocket of friends that I've made easily in the last probably five years is my safe space, is my trust circle. Yeah. And I think, I think trust is something that ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. because I mean, a little thing could happen and my trust is a little, ooh, I, now, I'm, now I'm questioning you a little bit. Totally. And so I think it's something that's earned. Mm-hmm. It's not something I'm giving like out the gate. But it's also I something someone. I yank back. Oh. And yeah, I've yanked. I'm taking it away. I've yanked it back. Sure. Yeah. On a few friendships. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always called it, um, I, I turn the light switch off. Mm-hmm. I have gotten to a point where I no longer feel fulfilled. I don't feel safe. I don't feel whatever you want to call it. I flip that light switch off and I'm checked out. Yeah. I'm done. I have always thought that one of my flaws in being in any relationship, whether it's friendships, it even goes down the family line, mm-hmm. um, is that I'm very quick to cut off a relationship. You and thought was, that was a weakness. I thought that was a weakness. And then I was talking to a therapist um, last year and she was like, but does the relationship still serve you? Do, is it still as important yeah. to you? Like you're holding it up on this pedestal mm-hmm. because if it's not serving you, it's no. time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And even as mothers, I mean, think about how we treat our kids and the advice we give them in dealing with 
some of these elementary middle school type relationships. I remember even as far back as four-year-old, if they don't fill your bucket, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be a bucket filler. Right. I'm trying or to teach my kids the candle. <laughs> I've, I've always liked the candle one. Yeah. Because that's how we try to teach them to be, you mm-hmm. know, fill someone's bucket, light someone's candle. But the same has to be said if your bucket's not being filled, if right. your candle's not being lit, I absolutely think that it's okay to walk away. Sure. I, I don't know that I put that same pressure that I think a lot of people put on friendships of, well, we've been friends for so long. It's just, that's who she is. That's who they are. Mm. It's who he is. And you just sign on to to deal to with deal their with the bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah. I w- I, and I think I would tell you I did that for a very long time yeah. when I was younger. Um, and that's why I say, I think these last like five years really growing into who I am as a person, understanding my downfalls, my, you know, what I bring to the table as a friend, mm-hmm. uh, what I'm willing to open up about what I'm willing to tell these people. It, if you're not, if you're not there with me in that same mind. Okay. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. It's, it's important to have friendships that are on the same page. Yeah. You know, it's give and take. Mm-hmm. It can't just be one-sided. I can't. I find it challenging these days, going back to parenting, and I'm trying to teach kindness, and I'm trying oh. to teach, you know, be a good friend, while also in the same breath going, but don't be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Right? Because for so long, that was me. Oh, yeah. I just want to make everybody happy. I just oh, want to yeah. fit in. I just want to be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm going... Be a good person. Be a good person. But also don't take shit from yeah. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. a really fine line. It is. It's a fine line to teach because I don't know that our parents took the time to truly teach that separation to us. It was a very different It was a different time. time absolutely. Yeah. A different generation. And I think we came through and are a lot more in tune with those emotions mm-hmm. and those feelings. And that's coming through in our parenting. Yeah. So I agree. Like in the same breath, I'm saying, be this strong... <laughs> independent woman you don't you don't need anybody you don't take no crap from anyone. but be super kind and sit with the person sit who's alone the, or it's it's so hard yeah that's and then you hope that they hear you i know <laughs> and you'll then you'll hear some crap that they did and you're like but oh we've talked about this does that crush <laughs> you as a parent it is soul crushing yeah because i will have conversations till i'm blue in the face mm-hmm. about kindness about friendships about even your tone in the way you say mm-hmm. things and it's like it falls on deaf ears uh, and when you see it in action when you see the child doing exactly what you told them not to do it is is absolutely crushing it's frustrating it's it's one but of it's a learning experience it is. they're they're learning they're growing and they, I, they are not going to continue right. down this path they right. have to step in the mud yeah. and get dirty they have to experience to it right cuz we did I mean, that's but how, it hurts. Oh. <laughs> it's hard to watch sometimes. I'm like, oh, oh why'd you say listen? that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that? Can you walk me through what you were thinking in that moment? But honestly, if someone had a freaking camera on me when I was nine or 10, I was probably a little shit too. I am just glad that there yeah. was not like cell phones with cameras oh. or social media when Please. I was growing up. No. Because 
it w- it'd be a different Britney sitting here today. I'd be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Oh, Lordy. I'd be a statistic somewhere. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Teaching kids kindness in a time when adults can't even be kind on wow. the internet. That's I mean, another that thing is, entirely. Oh, my gosh. Here, build these friendships, but don't talk to, you know, our boys are into the VR right now. Right. And there's, they're talking to people. They, I think I've my son thinks, really he, my son thinks stuff. he makes friends on these games. You know, he'll tell you, you know, so-and-so is my friend. I'm like, bro. I've said, if you don't know them in real life. No. If you don't see them on a regular basis, that ain't you your don't friend. know them. That ain't your friend. Because they, it's probably a 40-year-old man. Easily. I mean. I'm just saying. It's probably a 40-year-old man mm-hmm. sitting in his basement. In his basement with a VR on, <laughs> like with a voice changer. Right. Uh, it's not a 12-year-old <laughs> kid. And I have heard some of these kids. They sound like grown men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I have too. Who's that? Oh, it's my friend Nick. No, it's no, not. not. Nope. <laughs> Nick is George. And George lives in Ohio. Why do I always say Ohio? My son has a massive thing about Ohio. Oh, really? <laughs> and tons of people live there that we know. But he's like, <laughs> it's like the worst place to live. Why? There's so many things every that time, go on there. Lots every time of crime. I tell and I'm a like, story. where do you hear this? Yeah. Every time I have a villain in my story, I'm always like, it's so-and-so from Ohio. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I want to say Ohio is a perfectly fine state. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I know, know people that vacation there. Sorry, I took a hard left there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just noticed. I'm like always like, oh, it's probably a guy in his basement in Ohio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. But uh, yeah, so it's hard. It's hard to maneuver friendships yourself. It's hard to teach yeah. children how to maneuver friendships. It's hard to teach children trust, going back to our original topic. Mm-hmm. How do I tell them who to trust in a time when there are things at every corner that can hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know, we all learn stranger danger, blah, blah, blah. But how do I teach them to keep a little bit to yourself? Don't give out too much info, but go make friends. But but don't tell them your life story. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell them where we live. Like but how many times but I've do you want to have a play date? But can we have a play date at <laughs> Defy? Like, it's like such a weird time. Okay. So talk to me. I want to dive more into the the friendship ending. I'm really fascinated. Like how I said I, I'm like a light switch. Yeah. Like have you had that? Have you had friendships end, whether it's because you needed to end it or it was ended for you? I've had, I've had really difficult situations. And I would, I would almost say that like some of the friendships ending were so heartbreaking that it was like, Almost like when you break up with a boyfriend or a boyfriend breaks up with oh. you, right? That that loss. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you do put a lot of time and effort into those relationships. I think more. Sometimes, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. they know you the deeper than more the boyfriend. You. Yeah. Or, um, you know, and with without getting into deep specifics, you know, I had this friend group from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would do so many things together. You know, we were traveling together. We we were in a time where we were all having children at the same time. And, yeah. Um, and then, you know, just one day things were said. Um, and unfortunately, I was the one that was being pointed out. Like, I have an issue with you. Oh, that's hard. Thing. It was, 
it was yucky. It was dirty. Caught you off guard? Totally. Like you didn't see it coming? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Like walking out of Target, I get a text message that is a book about some allegations. Mm. And I mean, these are things that were not true. Okay. A million thousand percent. So I'm devastated because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah. But then it also goes out to the friend group. But then it also gets out to my husband. Like it was a very invasive just. Oh, that feels like a poison just spreading. Yeah. It was it was bad. Yeah. And I found myself trying to put out these fires. I'm like, I'm promising I didn't do any of this. I don't know where this is coming from trying to like I'm I'm sorry if you feel this way how can I fix this how can mm-hmm. I mend this and this went on for a while to the you know default of all the friendships it the all entire group imploded just fizzled because of this oh no um because you know you have one friend that that took my side and was super defensive and then you have one that's like mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the middle yeah and it was just so incredibly painful to have your your group of friends and it's just gone. I would argue. And the fact that it's like so, that it was so fragile. Like I would have said, we were so tight and so close. You never would have saw it coming. I never would have seen us like. Yeah. Like to this day, we we don't talk. I would venture to believe that most women have had that group of friend and it implode in that exact same way. In in some phase of their life, whether it was middle school, high school, 20s, whatever. We have all experienced this weird, and, and it's like I need studies done, sure, on the female brain because <laughs> why? It, it doesn't happen in guy groups my very often. Says it all the time, like what's my up husband with you women? has the exact same. I mean, exact same friends mm-hmm. as high school, and as even what middle school, like going it, back. Yeah, and I'm to your point like while I'm like Facebook friends with some people from high school I had a falling out or Mm -hmm. something occurred in every little tiny girl group that I've had up until the last five ten years of being here where I'm actually friends with adults Mm -hmm. and I'm actually friends with human beings yeah we've all agreed you know to do life together so Mm -hmm. that is a a little bit different that feels more family right than friends but every other friend group up to that point has included some sort of whether or not I was involved it could have been an implosion between two other girls and to your point Mm -hmm. I take a side and they take a side or whatever it has always imploded yeah and I don't understand look back into elementary school and Mm -hmm. there's moments of that yeah where your friends one day your friends one day and then it's like oh well these two have mm-hmm. more play dates or these two hang out a little bit more. So one's always excluded. Like, why? Why? Why can't we all why just do we be friends? Why does it have to be like, I'm better best friends? I don't know. <laughs> and so I grew up, I, I know. I got to a point. I I had a little core group of girls because I played field hockey. So mm-hmm. we, we had a little core group of us that were friends. But, and I hear all the time that girls hate when other girls say this, but it is so true for me. I truly was better friends with boys than I was with girls. I yeah. just have always kind of gotten along and liked their 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 vibe of like, there's no bullshit here. Right. You know, like we're not in a competition. 
the girl competition is exhausting. It's and it's exhausting. frustrating because it doesn't have to be that No, way. and I see my third grader already. I know. Starting that, and that that is hard. The girl competition is brutal. I really make an effort with my third grader to like, we support, we love, mm-hmm. we cheer. Mm-hmm. We, we're there for I each had, other. We I had uplift. A, I had a moment the other night in the car. We were in the car with the girls. I don't know if you, if you remember this, but... We were at the Taylor Swift Eras movie. Mm, hey. We were. Had the we had best time. <laughs> and we were driving home and your daughter had left something at the movie theater. Yeah. And it was something that she loved and it was special to her. And we're driving and we're in the car and she's like, oh my gosh. And you're, I think you're on the phone and you're trying to call and see if it's there. Hot mess. And my daughter, I had such a little prideful moment. My daughter goes... I have like 80 bucks. I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> and I talked to her when we got home that night because I just was so proud that her like initial reaction was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fulfill you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this yeah. for you. And yeah. I was like, that is exactly what I want you to do in that scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you, your friend was upset. I'm not saying you need to throw money at every situation. That's not what I'm saying. No, but just but in that, that to her, helper. that's, that was like, I'm going to fix this for you. I'm going to make it right. Yeah. And I really, I was so proud of her because yeah. that's exactly what I want our girls to do for all girls. For all girls. Right? Yeah. There's Not like that this competition shit. No, there's that running joke on, it's, I think it's a meme on Instagram or something where they're like, no one is better friends than drunk girls in the bathroom <laughs> at a club. Oh man. When I tell you I will fight for you and yep. I just met you and we were peeing and you held my drink. Yeah. We're, we're basically best friends now. I'm going to keep the stall closed. Mm, I'll hold the door. I'm going to hold your hair. Yeah, sure will. I'm going to rub your back. Sure I'm will. I'm going to get you some water. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You lost Whatever your friends? You need. Hang with us. We'll find them. Yeah. But it's so funny. Why is that not the vibe when we're all sober out in the real world? I don't know. It's frustrating. I, I need studies done. <laughs> I need a scientist. Do we know any scientists? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just am fascinated by our brains. I don't understand why, why are we not capable of carrying on? I think there are some women that are like that, that are just like, cut the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Let's be a unit. Let's Mm -hmm. support each other. And then I think there's those that don't get it. I guess guess. maybe they need to grow up a little bit. Honestly, I think it's that because what I've been saying this whole time, the people that I'm friends with now I think Mm -hmm. we've all grown up yeah we've been through all the different we don't need to I don't need to compete with you I don't need to challenge you Mm -hmm. I don't need to question you Mm -hmm. I just want to be with you that's all I want to have fun and have these life experiences yeah and I want I want to be a part of your kids lives I want you to be part of my kids life and it just be yeah I wish we could talk to like every high school girl and say just stop just Mm -hmm. stop enjoy the experience right now with them yeah you know don't compete don't you know now i'm not saying that friendships shouldn't end because i do think there are some times when you know back to our point it's not lighting my candle anymore right and that can be for whatever reason um yeah. i've had friendships end because i had friends sleep with my boyfriend oh mm-hmm. bye-bye for sure yeah um I absolutely agree. There are different seasons for different people. Yeah. I needed you at that point. 
And now yeah. our point is done. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm totally, totally fine okay. with that. And it's, I wish you well. Yeah. And I want the best for you. Yeah. But we're just not hanging out anymore. And it's... But the friendships that just kind of fizzle and like no one thing really happened, you just sort of aren't friends with them anymore. That makes me sad because I tend to, do you ever like wonder what they're doing? Do you ever like think about them? I find myself, I have some friends and I'm, I'm just sitting here hoping they're doing well, hoping they're succeeding, hoping they're winning. Wishing you well. Well, Yeah. But yeah, not, well, things happened. (laughs) Time to move on. So you have, so those were the friends where like something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've had friends where we just, I don't know if it's growing up or growing apart, but the friendship fizzled and we're still, you know, the Facebook friend, happy birthday friend. Yeah. But every now and then. I guess I do have a few of those. But every now and then I do catch myself and I'll be like, I wonder what so-and-so. Or I'll think of a memory or like I'll see a picture of us and I'm like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. That was a good time. And then I'll wonder what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever reach out in those moments and, hey, thinking about you. You know what? No. And yeah. I wish I do. I wish I would. I do that. I have a friend that, um, it was like college-ish time and mm-hmm. we were roommates together and we had a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, we partied our hearts out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was my best friend during that time and it was fantastic. Yeah. And nothing happened. Like, we were good. We... um you know, she has children now. Yeah. And, you know, she lives in the same area still, but you know, we know, just I don't have... get together. And I... I, we have like this social media relationship now. Yeah. I see what she's doing. She's doing great. And, but like having this conversation now, I'm like looking at it and I'm, what did happen? I don't know why I'm not. I think your life just goes in a different direction because we're in a point that things are so busy, mm, right? That's true. You know, if someone's got kids, they're, they're dealing with their little circle. Mm-hmm. We're over here dealing with our circles mm-hmm. and getting kids from, from A to Z or yeah. making dinner. Do you think <laughs> that, do you think friendships can transcend things like that when, if one person is going through something that is so totally different than what the other friend is? I think it requires like growth on both I think it requires you to be a grown up on both sides right. for you to truly understand that to understand that I can't understand. Does that make sense? I can't understand what you're going through as a single, you know, out on the town dating Tinder profile, whatever, mm-hmm. like you name, I can't understand that. It's yeah. not my life, but you can't understand my where mom I'm life. At. Yeah. Right. That yeah. I have to drop everything and run to soccer. Yeah. Drop everything and go to dance. Can't travel this weekend. I, mean, I think I have, like one friend who doesn't have kids, okay. um, you know, and we're good friends and yeah. we, um, I have a couple and it requires effort. I mean, both parties still have to respect, I think, I think yeah. respect and put in just a smidge more effort than, you know, where you, where you and I were in the exact same scenario with same kids, boat, the exact same right. age. It's easy to text you and then not hear from you for 12 hours. We get it. And I immediately, I'm like, <laughs> Clearly, like something came <laughs> up. I don't care. Um, but I'll have to like communicate that to to other friends who maybe aren't in that scenario and be like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I saw your text message, but I was at a green light and then it turned <laughs> red and then the kid needed this and then the seatbelt came off and I needed like, right. I, and to try and explain that whole whirlwind just as like, you know what? Sorry, I, I'm here now. What do you need? <laughs> like, so it just requires a little bit of understanding yeah. from both parties. It but does. I think it can, I think you can maintain those friendships 
Only if both parties. Both parties have to be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, then you will absolutely fizzle and fade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that topic. I do too. Mm -hmm. And I wish all my friends were doing well. (laughs) The ones that I don't talk to anymore. I do wish you well. There's a couple that like, you slept with my boyfriend, you can fuck off. (laughs) But wish you well. Toodles. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you mm-hmm. where the the Lord splits you. Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that yeah. the saying? <laughs> sure. I would have said it a little meaner, but that works. <laughs> it's bizarre to look back and think of just all the different people. That do you, you think have... you've Do you think you've been the same kind of friend your whole life, or do you think you're a different kind of friend now that you're older? I am a much better friend now that I'm older. Yeah, because I am so much more aware of other people's needs. Whereas there was a time where it was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was a little self-absorbed, a little, a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it just comes with growing up and, mm-hmm. and going through stuff. Yeah. I definitely like the friend I am now. Versus, I would agree. I would agree. But I was a different person. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, me. I know. Don't hold it against me. I think I get it now. I think I understand mm-hmm. friendships now. Oh, yeah. You know, I think I understand what's needed of me. I think I understand what I need. And any friendship that I have now is getting 100%. Oh, my gosh. I am giving you everything. I agree. My family's getting a lot, but when I am invested, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm dumping. It means so much to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Safe space. Yeah. You know? So to go back to that original question on who do you trust the most, um, you know, I think, again, I think the easy answer is absolutely my husband, but I have a little core group of you that I'm really proud to say I think I trust you completely and fully mm-hmm. and openly, and that's really cool. I don't think I have that in my 20s. Don't fuck it up. No. Don't, yeah. <laughs> it's your warning, bitch. <laughs> but yeah. it is, a, I think trust is a very, it can be a, a fragile thing. Mm-hmm. Because there can be friendships that you have for a really long time and you're in the same space Mm -hmm. and then you find out that that person wasn't who you thought they were. Mm. And that... Well, that's not even friendships. That can be family too. If you want to get real deep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Family can disappoint you. Mm -hmm. Family can let you down. Mm. And that's hard. That's hard to maneuver. Because what's expected of you in society is your family is your family. Family is blood. Blood's thicker than, what do they say? Blood's thicker than water. Mm-hmm. Something I don't even know. I don't really understand that saying. Side note. What's the water got to do with it? Who's water in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> the water is the friend. The blood is the Why family. Why is the friend water? But is blood actually thicker than water? I mean, when it coag- coagulates. I'm sorry. What's the word? This would be the second time we need a scientist. Uh I don't know. Okay, sorry. Is it the third? hard right again? I, I can I can go on a tangent. Don't start me. Don't start me. Um, no, I. When I said that I give people permission in friendships, if you're not lighting my candle anymore, if you're not filling my bucket, if I'm not feeling the respect or the trust or whatever from you, then I'm going to turn that light switch off mm-hmm. and I'm going to go. I don't think enough people present that same scenario to their family members and Mm. I think that they should I don't think that family gets a pass to treat you 
or do certain things to you and it's supposed to just be okay because we're family Mm-mm. see that goes also back to the way i am yeah i i can shut off a relationship yeah just based on the way i'm being treated sure um i've taught my kids that i guess too mm-hmm. and for like i said for a while i looked at it as a negative until it was really presented to me that you're putting up boundaries you are you are respecting yourself enough to say nope mm-hmm. i'm not gonna allow you to treat me this way yes i deserve better and putting i think my self-worth yes and i more. think boundaries are healthy i think boundaries are necessary in friendships i think they're necessary with family and i don't see a fault in someone communicating that boundary and that other person literally has a choice. You're either going to respect it or it's not for you and you're going to go another way. But mm-hmm. I have no problem with the ba- like boundaries amongst family or friends. I have no, no problem with that. I think they're necessary. Yeah, I do too. I, you know, it, my children are so important to me and anyone that I'm allowing into their lives. Mm-hmm has to bring something to the table. Yes. You know? Yep. Because you're teaching them things, whether mm-hmm. whether it's just, you know, natural communications. You're just, you know, in their life mm-hmm. because you love them. Mm-hmm. You're still teaching them little things. Yeah. And if you're the type of person in and out of their lives once in a while, yeah. a random little pop-in. Sure. That's not okay with who, me. Who are you to them? Right. Yeah. You're showing them. Mm-hmm. That that relationship doesn't really matter that much to you. Sure. And I don't like that. So I'd rather you be all in. Yeah. Or not at all. Or be upfront and say, all I can give is X. Yeah. And then at least I feel like we've had a communication and I could understand that, you know, all I can give is this. Okay, that's fine. Then then that will be your hundred percent. That's your all in. And that would also be a conversation I would have with my kids. Absolutely. <laughs> if we're not on the same page, if if my expectation is for you to be all in here, but you're only able to give me to here, mm-hmm. then I need to understand that is your all in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we, it, again, it goes to growth and conversation and both parties being able to understand. Meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. Right. It's people, I don't think a lot of people like to have those uncomfortable conversations with family and friends and that's where issues arise. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to talk uncomfortably so. Like I want that's to good. make, yeah, I grew up in a kind of family where we had safe spaces and family talks and I do the same thing with my friendships and I do the same thing with my kids now where it's as long as we're talking and we're communicating and everybody knows where everybody stands, we're all going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fine. The expectation, it's when you have expectations of someone, but that someone does not know that you're expecting that of them, that now disappointment comes in and people are going to fall short. People aren't going to be what you need them to be. Just talk and just communicate. So maybe that's the key. Yeah. It's communication. It's communication. With all these little friendships. It's like, if you have an issue, bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. Let's Let's talk talk about about it. it. Let's evaluate. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this something that we can get over or is it right. time to say goodbye? Right. And then you're mutually coming you know, to the every, understanding. Every friendship that really ended in a bad blow up type of way, I guarantee could have been rectified with a conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
a simple conversation yeah or it was honestly a misunderstanding mm-hmm. and had we talked mm-hmm. that misunderstanding could have been resolved and we could still be the best of friends today but right. but to your point they maybe aren't meant to be here now and that's okay they were meant to be there then and where we are now and who we have now is who's supposed to be here right well, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it makes me appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and shake off that deep convo. Uh, <laughs> let's pull us a number. Let's do. I'm going to reach again with my leg. Watch this be the deepest question. Is it deep or is it dumb? It's going to be deep. I just can feel it. Oh, I'm like looking in the book like I don't. <laughs> let's see. Is it deep? Or is it dumb? Pick a number. 514. 514. Oh, I got a vibe. I'm feeling Sidebar. it, guys. We still have not painted this. I know. Box. That poor box. But I kind of like the wood. <laughs> Do you, though? We had plans. We were going to gold flake it. We were going to gold flake it. Hey, anybody want to come gold flake our box? <laughs> Whoa. Excuse me. <laughs> what does that mean? I think I, I read that know. in a book somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Megan Is Quinn that a reference? Megan Quinn reference? <laughs> Did she say that somewhere? I don't know. So so far we're hiring a tech guy, a scientist, and now we have a painter position. And now I need an artiste. Yeah. So have you been like driving with sidebar? Have you been driving around town and seeing all the beautiful artwork at the bus stops? Yes. I saw someone the other day and I literally rolled down my window and I was like, it's beautiful. Like they're doing such is a it, good job. Is it a girl with like shorter? I've seen two girls. I've seen a girl with a short, like, pixie brown hair, and then I saw a blonde the other day. I complimented the the pixie color. I've complimented the blonde. See? See? Everyone just wants a compliment. It's always (laughs) more compliments, people. All right. 514. Oh, is it dumb? (laughs) Yes. Okay. This is fantastic because it's spooky season. Okay. Uh, Next week's episode is Halloween. And I'm really excited. Are you ready? Uh (laughs) What do you think is more likely, Dracula or a werewolf? Shut up. (laughs) That could not have been more perfect. Okay. What do you think is more likely? More likely. Dracula? Dracula? You did that so well. I want to suck your blood. I I got. I'm Team Dracula all day. I think he's more likely. Okay. Because the I mean the werewolf has to transform. Claws have to come out of skin and then (laughs) retract back into skin. And then I have questions like when you turn into the werewolf and you bust out of your clothes. Are those clothes okay. done? This is a conversation I have had with my husband Ooh, tell before me. because okay. I, you know, Twilight fan, love the books, yeah, yeah. love the movies. Mm-hmm. And Jacob transforms into a werewolf and he always says, where did his shorts go? Uh, that, and that, then yes. he comes out of the woods, sweaty, shorts are back Valid on. Valid question. Do you just have shorts hanging in trees all Valid over question. the place? I, I, I agree and would would yes <laughs> i want to know because it also carries over into like the hulk when the hulk becomes right the hulk right. where where you were just in a suit where the suit got these shorts. so are there like shredded clothes <laughs> everywhere and 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 the shorts that you are wearing when you're the werewolf do they really fit 
<laughs> no. It always like shreds and you still have like your jeans turn into jorts <laughs> as they're running. And I'm like, I don't, nope. I have questions. Yeah. I don't think that's, I think Dracula is more likely. I think Dracula is more likely. And I, I would even bet that there are people who exist in our world Listen. that like to maybe we've all seen some blood. We've all know. seen Angelina Jolie and Bob. What the hell is Billy Bob? Name? Billy Thornton. Bob. All walking around with their little blood vials and shit. Ooh. Some people are into some nasty shit. Y'all nasty. But I guarantee there <laughs> are people it, who hold on. Megan Fox and Machine oh, Gun. Machine Gun Kelly. Sure did. Didn't they do a little blood ritual mm, too? Who knows? Guys, have we not taken a science class? Mm. And she done film Do you- Jennifer's body and still mm. went through with that blood sacrifice <laughs> shit. Girl, I watched that movie. I know what could happen. Look, it's not for me. <laughs> you keep your bodily fluids mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. But I would, I would say that the Dracula would be a little more, more likely. More likely. I want to party with the werewolf. I like the werewolf more. Do I trust a vampire? No way. Sure don't. <laughs> Unless you're standing at my door in like a suit and tie. Like, I don't, still don't trust you. I mean, I am a human. I don't want with like blood. a sparkly you, you one, like, eat me. like Eddie Cullen. I don't need a sparkle <laughs> one. But like Vampire Diaries, Elijah, or, or any of them standing at my door in a suit, man, I'm not knocking them away. <laughs> I might invite them in. But even with the potential that you could die, I might invite them in. <laughs> it could be a good time. Bye, Kristen. <laughs> but I do want to party with a werewolf. <laughs> I do, too. Mainly because I want to see what happens to his clothes. <laughs> That's like a really cool party oh, trick, right? Right? Like, okay, can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it now? What sets you off? <laughs> oh, my God. You want to get angry and you're like pushing him around? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I like dumb questions. I love the dumb ones. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. You now know our standpoint on werewolves. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Big fan. Really big fan. (laughs) All right. Well, um, yeah. On that note. On that note, we'll see you next time. On the Little Blue Couch.